Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Dual Senses, a PlayStation podcast where we give our two cents on all things PlayStation. I am Stephen Morrow, and I am joined by the one and only Alex Wolf. What's going on, man? How you be? (laughs) I am alive. How are you doing? Ah, Same. I guess I can say that, right? I am alive. I'm not dead. It's becoming increasingly more impressive every day, I think. That's true, especially with this fucking year. Yeah, the fact that anyone is still alive is just baffling. Ugh, that's a lot. It's just gonna get worse. That's that's my prediction. But you know what's not gonna get worse? What's that? Video games. You're right. Uh, that is the one thing I think that has consistently not been shitty this year. Yeah. Like, seriously. Yeah, I, I think the only major thing I've seen, like, push out of 2020 that... I was expecting to still be 2020 for quite a while. It was like Bravely Default 2 on the Switch. But like, then I it was like... Totally forgot about that. Then it was like <laughs> July, and they still didn't have anything. I'm like, all right, it's game over. That's going to be next year. <laughs> but uh, And then, lo and behold, a week, a week ago, they said, oh, next year. But they have a firm release date now. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I can live with that. So the yeah. fact that that's the only shitty thing. Like, that's the only big thing I think 2020 is fucked up video game-wise I can think of. It's been. It's. I mean, when it came to releases, at least. It's been a good, a good year for games. A good decade for games, really. Yeah. Or at least a good generation. Remember when they said this generation would only last five years? They were wrong. Yep, seven years once again. That's like a lifetime. <laughs> for some people. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. What the hell? Oh my god. <laughs> what? Seven years is a long time, okay? It is a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so what uh, what, have, what have you been playing? <laughs> you know, honestly, so I've, been, I've been dabbling in a lot. Um, so okay. we are talking about, like, in the last few weeks, um, I finally started playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, okay. So okay. I'm, I'm making my way through that. Um, and then Rachel and I have been playing... Have you ever played Towerfall Ascension? Is that the one with the the bow and arrows? And yeah, you're like jumping you're jumping the, is yes. it crossbow or bow and arrows? I think it's a bow and arrow. But yeah, like the two D thing. Yeah, wasn't that a launch title for the PS4? I don't know, maybe. But like it close being, to it. It was free on Plus forever ago, so naturally I have it. And we were looking for a multiplayer game to play, and we played the shit out of it for a while. Like so much so, I even bought the DLC afterwards. Uh, I took some convincing on it because I was like, I don't know, like it's ten bucks. Like, am I gonna play this for a while? Blah 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 blah. And like, all right, fuck it. I mean, I only played it once, but <laughs> well, I think that's just due to other things like we end up doing. Um, but I, it's something I could definitely go back. You you should play because that's a poor people on okay. screen, and it like just Rachel and I together on one screen is fucking hectic. So I remember like, playing that like around the PS4 launch, and yeah, that was like one of the things that I would play with with people whenever they came over. Yeah, and it, it it's it's fun. It's a it's, good little game. Yeah, it is. Um, but outside of that, lately. Because this little thing wasn't supposed to be touched anymore after Animal Crossing launched was a Splatoon two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they when that when Animal Crossing was coming around, they said like support for Splatoon two will stop. So you know I'm imagining more patches and more Splatfest. Actually, no, they had a big thing where they had the final uh, Splatfest. Like it was a huge like event. That's kind of depressing. And you though. did it, and we're like, yeah, it sucks. Like man, that's blows. Like whatever. But how was the final thing? The the last hurrah. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. But here's the thing. So months come by. Here we are, October. I realized another Splatfest happened in September. And it was a repeat of an old topic they had. I think it was like uh, the chicken versus the egg or whatever. Oh. And I was just like, well, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. I was told that was the final Splatfest. And you tell me you guys just had when I missed it. Huh. So then we start playing again. So me, Rachel, and her sister are all playing the game. 
and there's another Splatfish for Halloween going on. And it's, like, got updated skins, free gear. I'm like, what the fuck? Do you think they were just like, this is too popular, we need to keep going? I think so, because that game's done the same thing. Like, there's another mode in there called the Salmon Run. And that was supposed to be a limited time thing only, too. And it's been there, like, it's never been taken away. So I think they just say it's limited time only, and then it gets so much traction and, you know, popularity that it's like, well, let's just leave it there. It's not hurting anything. People still play it. Well, that's cool. It. So I was like, they're all right. still doing it. Yeah, I mean, that's a game that honestly, like, unless like they are gonna do some massive like gameplay overhaul or something like that, they don't need to like release a sequel. They can just keep adding to it, like yeah, as a game for service. And there's a lot fine. of games that I wish would just do that instead of releasing sequels. Yes. Like I feel like Destiny should have done that. I feel like Overwatch. I wish would just do that. I mean, Overwatch kind of has. Like even when you buy Overwatch Two, I think the biggest portion for Overwatch Two is like. There's a few new modes, and I think there'll be some overhauls of other things. But other than that, like, it's fully compatible with Overwatch 1. I just like the idea of any, like, online-focused like thing. anything. Yeah, I like the idea of any online-focused thing just being a platform, though. I feel like it's sports like, titles have been... I, why sports I want, don't do it? Like, I want Gran Turismo to be a platform. Like, you just download the Gran Turismo app, and then you can buy the cars and tracks piecemeal. I think that would be great for that kind of game. Because, yeah. like, the people who play Gran Turismo... Consistently care about play, that. yeah. And then I will be able to play it for free and just spend like a little <laughs> bit because most of my time spent in that game is not even racing. I just really like the vibe and looking at I get. the cars. Yeah, the- I just like how shiny everything is. What a gorgeous game! I hate it. Like I hate playing it, but I love everything else about it. <laughs> what about you? What have you been playing? Uh, haven't been playing too much lately because I've been working on uh, lots of podcast stuff and uh, just working in general. Uh, to you know, pay the bills and do adult shit, I guess. But um, every now and then, I hop back into Yakuza. I've been playing. Which one? Um, I'm going back to Yakuza Kiwami, and uh, I'm trying to platinum it. Yeah, uh, you're a brave soul. I know, uh, and like it's it's fine for the most part. I'm I'm basically just. I, I pull up a little guide that tells me, like, I'm trying to do all the sub-stories, mm-hmm. so I pull up a guide that just tells me, like, where to go to trigger the side... The event, the, yeah. Yeah, the sub-story quest or whatever. So I just do that. It's kind of how I'm, I've been unwinding at night, just, like, playing that, doing a couple sub-stories, and then going to sleep. Um, but one thing that I played yesterday, because yesterday was Halloween, as of the time of recording this... Um, which happy Halloween belated to everybody yeah, it's, listening. Now it's November first. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, I I started up Dreams again for the first time in a long time. Okay. Uh, and they have a thing, or they had a thing. I guess it's still going on. Uh, called All Hallows Dreams, and it's like a lot more involved than I thought it would be. Uh, but like, there's. You, you click on that in the community section. There's, like, a little thing that says All Hallows Dreams. And you go in and you, like, choose your character. You can be, like, all kinds of different, like, little Halloween-themed things. You can be a vampire, a ghost, a little mummy. And then you go in and there's, like, a hub world. Okay. And the hub world connects you to a bunch of other user-created things. There's a pumpkin patch where all of the pumpkins are carved and created by other creators so you go into the pumpkin patch and all of the pumpkins are like uniquely designed and it's a big ass pumpkin patch like i spent a good like 40 minutes exploring this pumpkin patch and by like by the time that the 40 minutes was up i i just kind of ran through because i wanted to try the other stuff um 
but like there there were a lot of things that were user created and then the coolest thing they had not one not two but three haunted houses and the way that they had this set up was kind of cool uh so in the hub world there's like it looked kind of like halloween town in um nightmare before christmas okay the way that it was set up and the way that it looked that's kind of the vibe i was getting okay but you go into these haunted houses and uh when you go into the house there's a little elevator and you choose what floor you want to go on and each floor has uh i think it's like five or six rooms and every room is created by a different creator in the community so everything is created by the people who play the game and going through it was it was great like it was a lot of fun and i had some people over for halloween uh and that's how we spent the night is we were just taking turns we would pass the controller to somebody else for each floor and we were like laughing we were getting scared it was everything in between it was a really cool experience that sounds pretty cool that sounds Uh, pretty neat and like i was i was impressed with how not shitty it was because uh, like, <laughs> I mean, because that's been that's been the thing, and part of why I like dreams is sometimes the creations are just really bad, just like Little Big Planet, mm. um, just like anything really uh, with user generated content. A lot of it was just shitty, but with dreams, especially so, because there's so much that can go wrong. That's true. Yeah, there's so <laughs> many intricate things that you can mess around with and have no idea. Yeah, but like I think that's part of the charm of it and what makes it hysterical and entertaining for somebody like me. Uh, but when playing through the haunted house thing, I was impressed with how not shitty everything was. And when something was kind of weird, mm-hmm. it was intentional. Like it, it was, it was, it was all uh, community generated content. But Media Molecule kind of curated it into this haunted house experience. So I think that is kind of where dreams ends up shining. Is where people can create whatever they want. You can explore all of it. But when Media Molecule kind of pieces together a larger experience using all of that, it's really cool. And I think the All Hallows, All Hallows Dreams experience, I guess, um, was actually really cool. Like, I was, I was impressed. And now I'm excited to get back into playing Dreams more regularly. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, that was, that was what I did for Halloween. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a good time. Like, I mean, especially for you because you were in Dreams, especially at launch. Yeah. Like, regularly just diving in. You'd spend, honestly, a lot of time not even necessarily playing levels, but just scrolling through the amount of content that was there, just seeing what it was. So it's cool that that's something that can pull you back in. I just love the fact that, like, games that can use seasons, things of that nature, pull people back in. Like, Animal Crossing, a big draw for a lot of people was just the fact that they could do things for Halloween. Yeah. So, like, that almost got me back into Animal Crossing. Like, I think if I had had more time and I, I wasn't playing anything else where I'm like I feel like I'm pressured to play it like Horizon like I'm playing that now so I can get it beaten by the time the, the PS5 That's launches. That's such a good game. So, yeah oh so like God. whereas like if I didn't have that I'd probably go back oh yeah let's check out Animal Crossing see what's going on. Yeah. So like now like my big thing is like maybe I'll see if there's something that happens during Thanksgiving which I imagine will and if not that Christmas. Worst case scenario I'm definitely going to jump in on my birthday because like they give you things yeah, for your you birthday. Get, you get the like, thing. I, want, I want a free digital yeah. thing. Like, I don't care. Let's make it happen. So, yeah, I like I like that kind of thing. And I think with dreams, it's it's especially interesting because of how much it emphasizes the user generated stuff. Like, I mean, literally everything in dreams is just made yeah. within dreams. Uh, but I don't know. Going through the haunted houses, it was almost like like wandering through a, a very strange, uh, like a weird indie art exhibit. 
because uh, like every every room was different it was it was just it, it was cool it, <laughs> it, it was I, I mean it was just genuinely cool and uh, I think that the strength with dreams is playing it with other people yeah you know like having a few drinks you play dreams and you never know what's gonna happen and almost every time we end up uh, dying laughing or mm-hmm. we find something that's really impressive or actually terrifying <laughs> uh, it's just really cool it's, it's such a cool game i'm glad that it exists even if i don't play it consistently it's a nice thing to kind of return to for I sure um, but yeah so that's that's kind of what i've been doing okay um, so yeah just jumping into old things uh, i'm excited that you're playing horizon i'm excited too. I, I just need i need it to pick up I'm at a point now where it's, like, trudging on. I'm now going into, uh, I'm making the first big trek into, like, the new land. Oh, So, okay. like, crossing, like, into, like, it's not the Frozen Wilds that I'm going into, but it's, like, when I beat the game and I want to do the Frozen Wilds, that's where I can access it. So, okay. I'm cro- I think I'm going to go through, like, a bunch of snow here okay. in a moment. All right. Um, Stuff is going to happen. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm expecting some big things to happen and really engage me, because right now I'm just, like, playing it to play it. So I'm doing some side stuff here, side stuff there. Yeah, sure, at this point, like, I'm at a level now. I'll just go ahead and do this mission and then make my way through the campaign. And like, oh, it's bedtime. All right, cool, I'll check out. Or I'll like, oh, I got to do this thing now. Whatever. So I'm hoping it gets to the point where it grabs me. Um, or at least things start kind of wrapping up. I think it will. In the very least, it's a beautiful game. I, honestly, probably the best thing I have loved so much about it is the gameplay. Like, I love how fluid that game plays. Because, like, yeah. I just... I remember I had a, a thing. I can't remember exactly what kind of robot animal thing was coming at me. But I remember I jumped off a cliff on accident. <laughs> I combat rolled to make sure I didn't take any damage off of it. <laughs> and then <laughs> it leaps over me just because, like, the mess of everything happening on. Mm-hmm. But, like, at that moment, I pulled out my arrow. It was still, like, power sliding or something like that. Uh-huh. And shot one right underneath its stomach. And I'm like, I could not pull that off as intricate as it has did ever again in any fucking video game. Except that it's true. One. That's very so true. because of how well everything strings together. So I was like, all right. In. Better, like, on it, like, at that point, because I, I started playing this right after I finished Last of Us for the first time. And I was like, that is... Why people talk about Last of Us more than Horizon Zero Dawn makes no fucking sense to me now. Because, like, that happened in the first installment. Well, it came out... I mean, yeah, before, that's true. Though, and I, like, I recognize like that. Like, many years before. Like, not many years before. It was only maybe about two or three. The original Last of Us. Last of Us Part 1 came out in 2013. If not Horizon 2012. Came out... In 2015. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Horizon's that old. Uh-huh. Okay, all right. Yeah. That makes Horizon more impressive. Yeah. I mean, granted, again, Last of Us was built on the PS3 and Horizon was on the yeah. PS4. And but they're, still, they're different. They're completely different styles. But, but still, Last of Us yeah. gameplay drove me fucking nuts. So, any hooser. <laughs> that's, that's why I'm excited for you to try yeah, part two. I'm, but I'm sure we're going to. We're probably going to have like a separate bonus episode when you end up finishing last of us part two because there was a lot that's to what on, we should just make a thing of like alex finally plays this that could be a show in itself because there we there's go so there's, much shit there's our new segment there's, <laughs> there's so much shit like is. alex what is that game you probably should have finished a year ago that you're just now getting to you're literally just now getting to tower fall extension <laughs> fuck yourself all right <laughs> don't judge me <laughs> anyway so a lot has been happening uh lately that's lots true. of lots of updates um uh-huh. 
So let's let's get into some news, shall we? The news. The news. Huey Lewis and the news. Who's who? Who? Lewis? He did the Back in Time song, or like his group did the Back in Time song for Back to the Future. I know the song, but I still don't know the name. The name of the. Like, I mean, I'm just not familiar with. I mean, I don't think anyone necessarily talks about the regulars unless they reference Back to the Future, so don't feel bad. Well, we're gonna talk about the news. All right, the news here <laughs> it is. Let's go. All right, uh, so there's some some little things and some big things, mm-hmm, uh, and mm-hmm. some little things that could be big things. True. So uh, so let's just dive into it. Uh, first of all, we have um, this is this I thought was kind of interesting. No Man's Sky is getting next gen update. And uh, this is a game that continues to surprise me uh, with how consistent they've been with updating it and adding, like, meaty features and, and just genuinely improving the game across the board. <laughs> meaty features. <laughs> if there's one thing that gets me excited about a game, it's its meaty features. Meaty pota- what about the potatoes? Well, and you got to have the potatoes in there, too. But all right, all right. I like some meaty features. Okay. Uh, but with the No Man's Sky next-gen update, uh, the game looks gorgeous they released a, a new trailer showing the next gen update and it looks almost like an entirely different game which i feel like i say that every time they update this thing at this point but you're not wrong um, so it's beautiful like beautiful <laughs> I, I don't know how else to explain it i mean good for um, them with how much like how much flack they got they've really turned it like around. holy shit they they not only Enough to take it from where it launched at sixty, went down to twenty, and now it's back to sixty dollars. Yeah, I've never seen a game do that. Kudos. They to them. not only actually made good on all of their promises, they have exceeded, mm-hmm. like above and beyond, which is pretty cool. Uh, but along with this new next gen update, um, just general improvement things that you would expect for PlayStation Five. So faster loading, more objects on screen, yeah. things like that. Um, when you're warping to other, I guess star systems or whatever, mm-hmm. instead of it taking like minutes it takes like less than 10 seconds like it's, it's oh shit fast. wow yeah um and just like smoother transitioning when things are kind of being generated in the world because it's all procedurally generated or whatever right um so cool stuff um they also announced some new details about virtual reality compatibility the game is compatible with vr um but not like inherently as part of the ps5 game which is weird so you have to launch a ps4 version of the game through backwards compatibility and then you can play psvr for the game which is strange so wait is there going to be a ps5 version of no man's sky or is it just a ps4 version with updates that'll work well like it's gonna essentially benefit from the boost mode this is the thing that's kind of confusing because uh the answer is yes and no. Like, there's no separate SKUs. If you have the PS4 version, you get the PS5 version. I don't know if it's going to be handled through an update or not. Okay. But you have to be playing basically the PS4 version of the game in order to be able to access VR. Okay. So it's not going to be as uh, pretty, basically, Okay. Uh, as the PS5 version is. But I'm assuming, inevitably, PSVR 2 or whatever, probably like three years from now, Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll probably update it, uh, but we'll get into some PSVR and backwards compatible oh, yeah. nonsense in the um, near it's, it's future. It's a damn nightmare. But um, but yeah. So next, uh, the next gen update for No Man's Sky looks pretty good. If you're a fan of the game, I recommend checking it out mm-hmm. when the PS5 launches. Um, but also, 
there's some updates with PlayStation Plus. On, yeah. Um, some big boys. Yeah, some some big boys, some little boys, and some 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 yummy snacks. <sighs> some that snacky entire boys. phrase just got really weird. <laughs> some some tasty boys. Nope. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, you, you dropped it when you said little boys and then went to snacks. I didn't say afterwards. little boys. You did. Did I say little boys? You did. Oh, no, I said little boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then transitioned into snacks. Oh, because I said big boys and then little boys. Well, I said big boys. You said little boys. And then like, then you said some snacks. And I'm like... Well, there's all there's all kinds mm-hmm. of boys here. Um, and there's some girls. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was Rachel saying hi faintly in the background. <laughs> Uh, but but yeah, so they announced the November games for PlayStation Plus, and we have some heavy hitters here. We do. We've got, so uh, just kind of like part of the natural two free games a month. Middle Earth, Shadows of Shadow of War, or Shadows of War? I can never remember. I think it's Shadow of War. Okay. It's one shadow, but it, it covers the entire war. Okay, cool. <laughs> I can dig it. So that's coming, which is huge. Um, I really enjoyed what I played of um, Shadows of Mordor. I loved that. Um, I never finished it. Again, probably another game will be in a, a long list of games. I'll we'll add it to the segment. <laughs> um, so I'm really stoked to play Shadow of War. Hollow Knight Voidheart Edition. So this is one I actually already own. I bought it when I was on sale forever ago. I am excited for this. So it, gameplay is super fun. Like, it's smooth. It's got great platforming in there. And it's pretty. It is pretty. It is soothing. I remember I, I, I fell asleep. Now, this is because I was bored. Because like, But the aesthetic of it all is just so calming. Um, it is difficult. It is hard. I remember getting my ass handed to me quite a bit in that game. It reminds me of Guacamelee in a way. See, it, it, well, there's a problem. So where I feel like I enjoy Guacamelee more because yeah. it's story-oriented. It has goals. Like, you need to go here, you need to go here. Where Hollow Knight is very much, here you are in this game, figure it out. Mm. So I get lost in games like that because I'm not as engaged because I'm like, I don't know why I'm doing this thing. I don't know where I'm going or why I'm doing it. I'm that just makes kinda, sense. I kind of figure it out as I go. But, like, the journey itself, I'm like... I question like why the fuck am i doing this so then i'm not motivated to do much so it's fun to to play i don't know how well and there's people like that love those roguelikes and those procedurally procedurally generated games of that nature that enjoy that well this one it's just not for me this one is set though it's not procedurally generated is it i thought it had like a set map i did it have it yeah okay it did have a set map um but it's just a matter of like like guacamelee yeah, but you have to get the map. It doesn't tell um, you where you are. You have to get a thing, and you have to like beat up so many things to get skulls. But then you die, and then you can go back and pick up your stuff, like a la Dark Souls, mm. and then get that back to collect your funds. And you'll do that so many times where you can eventually buy new updates, uh, new upgrades, the map, okay. and everything. So it, it's definitely a, a game that'll take some of your time. But I feel like it, it sounds like the kind of game that I'll like obsess over for a week. Yeah, uh, like. I mean that's kind of how it was with Guacamelee as well for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, a very good like, like play it for a week, very intensely, get the platinum, and then move on and never play it again, which is fine. Yeah, like I love games like that. Yeah, it's no, like no, no, one no, of my favorite things. Nice little palate cleanser. Uh, so I'm excited for that one. Yeah. Um, however, the one that I am most excited about. Bug snacks. <laughs> Thank you for for doing the. Whoa. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Bug snacks. Yeah, I was I was surprised, but it makes total sense. They fucking did it. Because, like, they... so, I mean, honestly, so here's the thing is that game is, like, how do you sell that game in a store? Like, is it releasing physically? Yeah. Wow. So it's going to have a physical release on PS4 and PS5, but what's weird about it is, like, as I was thinking about this, like, 
no one knows what the game really is. And, like, if there's, like, this big spooky twist at the end, how spooky or twisted does it get? Because you can't, like, oh, hey, here's this rated T or rated M game that looks like your 10-year-old kids would pick it up. Is it, so, Do we know the rating yet? I think... I, Has it gone gold? Uh, yes, it did. Excuse me. It did go gold. I don't know what the rating is. I'm imagining it's rated E. Um, because I mean, same developer as Octodad, I believe. But it was just a matter of like, how do you market this? Like, we don't know how weird or eerie it's gonna get. So, how do you sell this to people that it's more than likely marketed towards kids, or at least that seems yeah. to be the target audience? Yeah. So it's like, how do you sell that? So making it free for a month and allowing people to play it. I and then if you miss out, and then you're like, oh, what is this thing? I want to go buy it. Now, it, like Rocket League or like Fall Guys, you missed out that month, but you know it's great, and you now know what it is. By all means, okay, I can go buy it. Yeah. Whereas now, hopefully, talk about it. Exactly. And, yeah. It Whereas now it's itself. like, in the beginning, it was like, there's no one's gonna buy this game because no one what the fucks it is. Like, no one wants to buy this thing and they don't understand. I I don't <laughs> understand. I don't know exactly what it is, but I am I am so much for it. Like I, <laughs> if they look vaguely like Muppets, that's cool. Uh, there's there's weird bug things that are snacks. There's weenie hands. I am 100%. See, I was excited though game. because like I was trying to look for a game for Rachel and I to play, or one that she would at least enjoy, whether it's with mm-hmm. me or on her own. And it was between uh, Sackboy and Bug Snacks. Mm-hmm. So she liked Bug Snacks more. So I was like, okay, we'll do that. Now I can go ahead and get Sackboy. And now you have two games you can play. Exactly, it's already set. Well, I mean, it's not necessarily. I'll watch her play Bug Snacks. Because I don't... That's not called. Yeah, it's single player. But, but yeah. I mean, still, that's a good experience exactly. that you can share. I'm, I'm actually really excited about this because uh, there were two games that I really wanted to play for the launch of the PlayStation 5. Okay. And now one of them is free. Yes. So that that saves me so much money. Oh, I know. And it's still, I think... I think it's retailing for 60... I could be wrong. It's either 40 or 60. But... Either then, it's still a nice savings for a launch title. Yeah, I mean, already, even if it was only ten bucks. Yeah, because you're spending anywhere from four hundred to five hundred dollars on this console to begin yeah. with. So if I can get one, that also well, Best Buy has announced uh, for their Black Friday deals that they'll have PS4 or PS5s available to pre-order, or no, to actually buy and purchase. They'll be out by then, as well as Xbox uh, Series Xs and Xbox Series Ss. So See, everything, I'm excited for that. But uh, so Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah. And then Black Friday is right after Thanksgiving. Right. That's how it always is. My sister decided to get married on Black Friday. Online, dude. Oh my god. What are you talking about? I forgot the internet existed. Yeah, like, just use use your phone. Oh, fuck. Okay. All right. So that's what I'll do. Like, it's a fucking pandemic. I'm going to be in the middle of my sister's wedding. I'm going to be like, I need to pre order those places. The last thing you fucking need to do is go out to a shopping center in the middle of a pandemic on, like, the busiest retail store day in the world. That is true. That's very true. By all means. (laughs) Okay. Just use your phone. All right. Wow. God. Okay. That is when I'm going to get my PS5. Mark my words. This is all going to fall apart. <laughs> Tune in to future episodes. To Wait, we're going to refer back to this episode. <laughs> to hear how much of a pissed off Steven the whole time. <laughs> just, you won't be able to see it, but he'll have the grumpiest old face you'll ever see. <laughs> this is, this is going to be rough. Well, so, I'm going to have a PlayStation 5 when it comes out. I don't care if I have to sell my body. I will sell my apartment. I don't think I can you can't, legally you do can't that. Sell I will sell apartment. everything that I own except for my TV and that's all I need is just my TV. We'll probably need the internet. Yeah, okay. TV, internet, 
everything else I'm going to sell. I'm going to have a PlayStation 5 at launch. Okay. I, I pinky promise. I'm going to hold you to that. Hold me to it. All, All right. right. Uh, but, uh, ooh, right, I gotta show you the controller. I haven't opened the box yet, oh. but I can at least show you the box. Oh, God. Okay. That came in. But yeah. All right. Do you want to, like, I don't know. Can no. we open the dual sense? No, I don't want to open it. I Honestly, really, really it's it. Rachel's call. It's her controller. Hey, Rachel. I don't care. I get to touch her dual sense. Oh, my. All right. Anyway, so other than that, there's some extra PlayStation Plus news that happened as well that wasn't necessarily announced. You very much had to yeah, read they the just list. Kinda did it. You just inserted it in the list, and, like, if you noticed, you noticed. So, uh, yeah, it was the the PS4 game collection, or the PlayStation Plus collection. The PlayStation Plus collection on PS5. Of PS4 games. Yes. That are backwards compatible that you just have access to with a PlayStation Plus subscription. Uh, we had this list, um, I think a week ago, or no. They sent, the li- they sent the list out when they first showcased the PlayStation 5. Was that three weeks ago then? Yes. So about three weeks no, ago. No, God, even more than that. It's been over a month. So they announced the thing, and there yeah. were, uh, they had a, a list of I think it was eighteen games. It was originally, uh-huh. um, including uh, a bunch of first party games like God of War, Detroit Become Human, uh, you know things like that. Days Gone, Persona Five, um, Until Dawn, mm-hmm. uh, and then a bunch of third party games as well, like uh, Batman and Arkham Knight. I think was on yep. there. Um, Final Fantasy Fifteen. Persona. Persona 5 is first party. Well, not first party, but it's exclusive to yeah. PlayStation. But so. Uh, still, so it was, it was yeah. a pretty nice list. I think it was nine um, first party games and nine third party games. But they have added two more games mm-hmm. to this list. Two more third party games, um, which is pretty cool. And one of these I'm excited about because uh, it's on my backlog. Yep. Uh, but they added the Crash Insane Trilogy. Yep. Uh, so that's technically three games. Yep. Three games. You be for the price of free. Yeah. Three for free. Wow. So there's the Crash Insane Trilogy, and there is also, uh, this will be a big one, I think, Call of Duty Black Ops 3, the Zombie Chronicles Edition, uh, which is cool for people who enjoy Call of Duty. Um, but uh, that's kind of nice because it's an online-centric thing, and it's something that people can immediately jump into. Uh, I think at launch. That would be f- more impactful if Call of Duty Warzone was not a thing. Like, I think the biggest thing for this... Is that definitely launching with PS5? Warzone? Yeah, they announced... I mean, I ima- I don't know if they've said anything officially, but I would imagine it is, because it's just a free-to-play online game. It's on everything. Yeah, besides like, the Switch. I, I just don't know if they made the official announcement. Well, I mean, they announced that um, Call of Duty Cold War will be merging with Warzone in December. Okay. So I imagine if it's not going to be in November, it'll be, it'll be on the PS5 okay. in December. Okay. So I, I imagine so. I mean, the biggest appeal to this is the zombie maps uh, and the things of that nature on this game, but I with Call of Duty in itself, like people pick that up like gangbusters all the time anyway, mm-hmm. and the new Call of Duty zombie mode that'll be on Cold War is exclusive to PlayStation for a limited time. So I think people will be like, download it, like, yeah, this is cool, I don't think anyone's gonna touch it. Well, I don't know. It's it's Call of Duty though. Well, that's the thing. Well, that's the thing. Everyone always drops the old Call of Duty, especially if Cold War ends up being what I feel like a lot of people expect it to be, mm-hmm. especially with the zombies mode. Then everyone's gonna be focused on that. That makes sense. And again, Warzone is 
taking off like hotcakes. So yeah. I think everyone's attention will be on the new stuff. I don't. This is one of those situations where the old thing that everyone wanted, no one's gonna care about this. Mm-hmm. So, well, still, I think it's a nice addition. Yeah, it's nice that it's coming. More, it's a big title. More is more. Yeah, so that's nice. Uh, there was also another change, not necessarily an addition, but a change that you noticed. Yes. So um, Final Fantasy XV was on the original list of games coming to the PlayStation Plus collection, um, but. If you are a huge Final Fantasy fan or you're keen-eyed, you've probably already noticed that they delisted the vanilla version of Final Fantasy XV off the PlayStation Store forever ago. You could only buy the Royal Edition. So when this list initially came out, it just said Final Fantasy XV. So it's confusing if you were going to get the vanilla version, which you could not just individually buy anymore, or if you were going to get the Royal Edition. It has now since been updated to reflect the Royal Edition, which is a hefty chunk of DLC. Um, I think it's, it's like basically a whole nother game. World yeah, it's content. like a, you, all the episodes related to all of the characters, as well as the online multiplayer edition. Uh, so, and I think that at that point, that's worth forty, sixty dollars or so, and just content alone. Yeah. That, so that that game alone makes a PlayStation Plus subscription worth it. Yeah. So that that that's huge, and that's one of twenty. Yes. One of 20 games for the PS4 collection, not including the PlayStation Plus games normally for the month. This is this is really cool. Yeah, and, and it's confirmed that um, this will also be available to those who have PlayStation Plus on a PS4. I don't think before this update came out that that had been acknowledged. Yeah, that's that's so. another... Yeah, I think that's a big, a big deal too because... Like, I am not 100% certain that I'm going to have a PS5 at launch. I'm going to have a PS5 at launch. I'm going to do whatever I have to do in order to have a PS5 at launch. I already, like, I I will I will kidnap. I will what, what, kill. What, what, what? I will sell all of the above. Why is there always Any combination. A crime? There has to be a crime. There doesn't have to be a crime. If I can't afford it, then I have to do crime. What? Hold on. So it's hold basic on. economics. You're Supply saying... and demand. Anyways, all right. <laughs> I'm going to have a PS5 at launch. However, if I don't, it's nice that I will still have a shit ton of games that I can play immediately with my PlayStation Plus subscription. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's really cool. Yep. 20 games. 22, I guess, technically, if you want to count the uh, Crash Insane trilogy as individual games. That, yeah. But that's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's amazing value. And I'm hoping that they continue this and expand this. Uh, and make it something to compete with Game Pass, uh, which I think that they're poised well to do. Well, so they don't... They've also... Because Jim Ryan was asked about this, like, is this a method to compete with Game Pass? And he said no. Like, and I think... And that makes sense. Because if they were to use this currently to compete with Game Pass, it would be at a loss. Whereas Game Pass, you know, it's backwards compatibility, massive library of games, and it's ever-growing... The biggest appeal for Game Pass is that all first-party studio games are going to be on Game Pass day and date, and that now includes Bethesda titles, um, as far as we understand. So with PlayStation, where they don't want to do that, that's not going to happen. It's not in their model to say that, oh, we're going to use this to compete. They got to start chucking shit out like now, like get everything on there because... That's, that's true and everything. I, I mean, I'm the kind of person where I feel like PlayStation's first-party games kind of speak for themselves. Yeah. I will go out of my way to buy them because I know that they're going to be quality experiences. Right. 
like 9.999 times out of 10. Uh, a, a first party game from PlayStation is going to be amazing. Like almost every time it's in like game of the year talks. Uh, yeah, there's always so, at least one. Yeah. So that's, that's good. Um, but what's nice about this is just a chunk of games that I have access to. Even yeah. if they are from last gen, that's fine because they're still great games. Oh, definitely. Uh, so, uh, yeah, probably not a direct competitor to Game Pass, uh, but still cool. Probably the closest we'll get to on a PlayStation. Yeah, at least for the time being. Hopefully they expand it in the future. But we will see. We will see. Uh, but also, another update from PlayStation. Uh, this is something that I normally wouldn't care about, but I think I do, which is weird. But they huh. updated the PlayStation app for mobile devices, which sounds dumb. Well, so it's not just the mobile app. It's also the web browser. So have you been on the PlayStation Store on, a, on like a laptop or a computer at all? Yeah, it's all like minimal. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it's great. It, it looks nice. However, um, I'm a little worried because it's, it's harder, at least I think it's harder to find things. Um, and the reason why I say that is like, I don't see titles for things unless it's in the thumbnail oh like yeah the image uh-huh. um and that's bothersome sometimes like if you search minecraft for example mm-hmm. uh, all of the minecraft dlc will show up and the thumbnail is the same so you don't know if what you're clicking on is dlc or the actual game you don't know what platform yep i mean i know that they removed the platforms uh they they streamlined it by removing vita psp and ps3 games Mm -hmm. from the online store but like when inevitably minecraft on ps5 is a thing uh, i guess with backwards compatibility it's not a an issue but still it's like cluttered even though it looks cleaner um so that's kind of bothersome yeah um but i do like the the more cleaner interface look um i'm sad that they got rid of the wish list um but uh Aside from the web browser, which they, they did update the online store, um, the PlayStation app itself, with mm-hmm. its new design, uh, it's keeping with the whole like uh, sleek design, yeah. I feel, but um, they're adding some interesting features that I think give us a good hint into what we can expect with the PlayStation 5. Um, so, for example, uh, they've added a lot more community-focused features. Um, things like uh, being able to see what friends are doing, being able to view content related to their games, things like that. But um, you can now do voice chat from your phone with PlayStation, like through PlayStation Network. Yep. In a similar way that you can with Nintendo on their phone app or whatever. Um, but uh, it's just it's a cool little thing. So like if I'm not even near my PlayStation at all, I can you know call a PSN friend or whatever, and and we can chat through that so that's kind of interesting um but also there's some other little things that um i haven't really seen a lot of people mention uh but i think this is cool so they've uh there's a thing that i used to do a lot where um i hated going on the playstation store on my playstation 4 so i would go onto the playstation store on my phone mm-hmm. i would buy a thing and i would click the little download button um and i would have it download to my system wirelessly basically yeah so like i wouldn't be anywhere near my house uh, i would be at work i would buy a game and it would be ready for when i got home from work i would do the same yeah um, and that that was a cool thing but um 
what sucked was, what if you don't have enough storage space on your hard drive? So you go to download it so that it's ready when you come home, and then you go home only to see that you didn't have enough space so it couldn't download, and then you have to delete stuff, and then you have to wait another 30 minutes to an hour for the game to download. Mm. That sucks. Now, through the PlayStation app, you can still download games remotely, but you can manage your hard drive wirelessly as well. So uh, that's pretty cool. It's a yeah. small little thing, but I think it, it, it's just one of those quality of life things that makes a big difference. Oh, it definitely does. Because uh, you're right. I've never personally run into that situation before, but like that, it's a, it is a big deal because you're thinking about the convenience of it, of going home and being ready to play, and then like no one pays attention to how much space they have in their hard drive that intently yeah. to know for certain. I mean, that so. would happen to me all the time. Because, I mean, I download so many freaking things. I download everything that's free. And, like, I, I would just do it without thinking on my phone. And then I would get home and nothing's downloaded. See, I didn't, I didn't have, I would use it, I would download anything that was free. Or at least I would add it to my library. I would never download it because I knew I'm probably not going to get to this right away. I'll download it when I know I'm going to play it. But yeah, I at least want to get it. I have I have no restraint. Purchased, quote unquote. I, I have no restraint. That is true. You I download literally problem. everything. Yeah. If something's on sale, if it's less than five dollars, I'm buying it. If it's on my wish list, which is now not a problem because there's no wish list. Problem solved, I guess. I yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> bummed about the. I like the wish list. Yeah, I was hoping that that could be a thing that was yeah. more integrated. Where I didn't. Understand. You could like gift games to friends. I, was, I don't understand cool. why I take that down. Like I understand the whole revamp to make it sleek and make it uniform with the PlayStation Five. I understand taking down PS3, PSP, Vita, themes and avatars off of the online storefronts. Yeah, that's I get that thing, because yeah. they were so much so much shit, um, honestly, when you'd go into the stores to go purchase something. But the wish list was nice because like you'd see this thing like, oh, hey, that's cool. I need to remember that's the thing I want. And when it comes on sale, then you see the sale, you're like, hey, that's the thing I wanted. All right, cool. Or especially when there's different editions of games, which I guess they've kind of streamlined now because now when you select the game icon, you can choose... Do you want a PS4 or PS5? And then what edition? Do you want the deluxe, the standard, ultimate, whatever you want to call it? Um, so it was a bummer to see that was gone. But, you know, and I, I just don't understand why. It was confusing. Yeah, I'm hoping that it's going to make a return. Maybe they're just trying to streamline that as well. Could be. Uh, maybe because they were removing things, it would have messed up everybody's wish lists. True. So it removed quite a fit. Well, a lot That's of things. The majority on. of my wish list was like Vita and mm. PSP games that I could download on the Vita, stuff like that. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, I'm hoping that it makes a comeback. Uh, mm-hmm. Fingers are crossed. Um, but uh, but yeah, another another random little feature uh, that's kind of cool is you can now launch a game on your PlayStation Five, or I guess when the PS Five launches from the app. Yeah. Uh, so that's like another little thing where like. I'm about to leave work and head home. Uh, I can like just make sure that everything is ready to go. Uh, that's just a stupid little thing, uh, but like you could also use it as like a remote, uh, for example. Like if you're in, uh, if you're in your apartment or your home or whatever, and you know that you're gonna play a game, but you're not quite to the couch yet, uh, you can like launch the game. It's it's totally stupid. Uh, but it's nice. Like, it's just a, a stupid an, little thing. I mean, it's an upgrade from the second screen app they had, because yeah. essentially you could control your PlayStation 4 with the, your phone itself and control and navigate the main view and the X and, or not X and B, but the live view, whatever they called that, um, mm-hmm. on the PS4. From I think it's your like phone live directly. area or something. Yeah, 
you could definitely go from there and take care of those things. But to be able to start the game up is nice. I don't think that speech or owl personally is a lot. It's because, like, when I get home, I don't know what I'm going to do when I get home. So I, I come in the door, I'm like, yeah, let's have this game ready. It's like, I'm not going to play this right now. I don't, yeah, know why I, I, mean, I don't know why I did that. I'm in the same boat. I'll probably <laughs> just use it, like, twice just to say that I've used it. And yeah. then I will never use it again. But that's fine. I like I like the option. I like that it's there. It's mm-hmm. just a cool little thing. Um, but, yeah. So, like, just stupid little things. I like the emphasis on community. I like the accessibility of voice chat. Uh, they're doing that with the built-in microphone on the DualSense. Now they're doing that with the app. That's that kind of cool. I will use like crazy. Cause, so when I play with Alex Derrickson, press X to Alex on Twitch, by all means, check him out. Um, when I would play Overwatch with him and everything, like I had to get this massive setup where I had to get my my headset, which is like a $15 like Sony over-ear headset, um, or on-ear headset, I should say. I don't know. Over It goes over my head and it sets on my ears. The muffs. Yes. But it does, <laughs> it's not the cups that sit oh, over them. It's so like muffs, not cups. Yes. <laughs> um, and then I'd plug in my Yeti microphone into the front of the PlayStation, and I'd do it that way. But that was a tedious like process. Mm-hmm. Now I, I can just have my AirPods in, go on the app, and do everything that way. Yeah. It's seamless. I always have those on me all the time anyway. So that is huge. I'm a huge fan of that. I don't even do that with the Switch. I mean, granted, no one chats online with the Switch, but for yeah. the PlayStation, that'll be a huge It's just nice. It's another one of those things where it's just nice to have the option. Mm-hmm. I like options, and I like it when it works, and from the look of it and the sound of it, uh, these things just work, and it's nice. Mm-hmm. I like it. I yeah. dig it. Thank you, PlayStation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyways, moving right along. Um, so for those of you who have a PlayStation VR... Um, for PS4, you are probably aware that, yes, the PS5 is compatible with PlayStation VR. Awesome. However, you need a VR adapter in order to be able to use the PlayStation VR uh, with the PlayStation 5, which is weird, but they said that it would not require any purchase. No purchase necessary, you could just get this adapter. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were a lot of questions as to how that would work uh, and what that process would be. Now we know. There is officially a link on the internet, uh, on, on the PlayStation website, you can request your PSVR adapter. And in order to do so, you have to put in the serial number for your VR unit you put that in there, and then you enter your address, and they just send it to you uh, sometime in the near future. Yeah. Uh, very weird, honestly. Yeah, I. the whole thing is weird. So backwards compatibility on the PS5 is already like, what the fuck? Um, but the VR situation is weird because the DualSense controller can also can't be used on PSVR Yeah, titles. you have to use the you PS4 have to use controller. The, yeah, you have to use the PS4 controller or your Move controllers. Um and then the fact that there is the HD camera coming out and... Which has no functionality with the VR. Yeah, by any it. means. It is very much only for like content creators because the biggest thing is the clarity of the camera and the background edit tools you can use, mm-hmm. which I think is super neat, um, especially because like the biggest thing for me, like streaming with the PS4 camera, captures everything behind me. So like I don't need all of that. It's weird. The layout's weird. And no one wants to watch that. It made me question what was the point of having Twitch streaming available on the PS4 when the presentation of it all was weird. Most people that Twitch stream through their PlayStation 4 use a capture card and do it to their PC and go that go that route. Um, so yeah, it's I don't I don't quite understand what they were thinking when they 
did this. I don't know why not just it, and even then, if you're not going to make the HD camera compatible, why not just put that US that proprietary USB port on the PS5? It just Yeah, I I honestly think that all of this says to me that they they know that PSVR is not that popular. It it was a success and they made money, but it's not super popular. Yeah. Uh, most people with a PlayStation VR headset are, are like the hardcore fans. Yes. I think that they know that most of the people who are getting the PS5 are also the hardcore fans, at least at launch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they want to make good by them. But I, I just feel like that they're eager to, to put the previous VR headset behind them. And I think that eventually when they release VR2, uh, hopefully as a wireless headset, uh, then everything will kind of work out. Uh, but for the time being, it's just not elegant. It's like they didn't think about it. And having, like, I, I was hoping that this PSVR adapter was going to just be in the box. Yeah, like, I, I was actually thinking, like, here, if you have it, great. If not, whatever, here you go. Yeah, like, I, when they said no purchase necessary, I was like, oh, okay, it's just going to be mm-hmm. in the box. I plug it in, it's fine. Yep. Uh, nope. You have to put in the thing. You have to go out of your way. You have to put in the serial number. You have to wait for it to get mailed to you all those things and it's probably like one per unit that they're allowed which is why they give you the you have to put in the serial number right uh so it's just kind of weird it's not very elegant um and i it just seems like they're trying to make the vr users not feel left out but at the same time they want to cut costs they don't want to have the um proprietary vr port on the ps5 because that would cost money they don't want to have the vr adapter in every ps5 box because that would cost money they -hmm. know that it's such a small amount of people who are going to have vr and want to use it with the ps5 well i would say it's a small amount but i mean we were talking i mean earlier this year there was a big playstation put out a ps blog article about three million plus users have purchased playstation vr yeah but three million compared to I mean, how many people bought PS4? I mean, true. Yeah, it's a smaller number compared and to the sales. And how many of that 3 million are going to buy the PS5 at launch? I mean, true. I, I, like, I, to your point, I totally get that. But that's still like not a, by any means a small number, especially like when you consider the sales of VR units out of the bigger ones, out of Oculus, Vive, and PlayStation. That's a big fucking number. Well, that's so the thing, it's... though, is also by making this a thing where people have to go out of their way, Mm-hmm. Not all three million people yeah, not are everyone's... going to get the adapter. Exactly. So they're probably banking on, uh, I would say probably like 10%, if that, of the VR users getting this adapter. So that way they just don't have to manufacture as many. I think, well, um, that's a problem too. I think they'll have them manufactured. I think they'll manufacture plenty because you got to think about the initial people, like the amount of people that have purchased VR replacements because you know these things are going to break because it's like a two inch three inch long cable and it's gonna be flimsy that thing is going to break whether you stomp on it on accident whatever i don't know i think there'll be plenty of replacements i think they'll have plenty manufactured just to have i don't think it's gonna be three million i don't think they're gonna manufacture three million i do i mean why would they manufacture three million the same reason they manufactured how many of those fucking shitty little earbuds they put in every ps4 box you buy i mean that's true but everyone with a ps4 could use it True. Like it was a thing that everyone but even could then, use. It even was... if they would opt out, the VR adapter is not something that anyone can use. True, but I don't think it's about. I don't think it's about how many of these people will use it. I think it's about just having it ready. I mean, that's the thing. Like, how many of these PS5 consoles are built just to make sure they have extras to replace in case there's a system issue? 
they're going to it's such a small little piece of adapter i don't think it costs that much for them to manufacture which is why they're not charging you to get it yeah, anyway it's, it's probably pennies exactly so i don't <laughs> that's why i'm like they're gonna have well more cover just because like it is cheap to manufacture. That makes it so much more frustrating that it, they didn't just it, have it as a package. Yeah, the whole thing is frustrating. It makes no damn sense because you're talking about, oh, we don't want to make you, we don't want to make our PSVR customers feel left out. But you have because you've now gone through yeah, this fucking process. By doing this, you've already done it. Yeah, it's so, just the whole thing. I, I feel like it could have been done better. Oh, for sure. And yeah, so not too happy about that. However, mm-hmm. it is a thing. You can still get the adapter, so that's nice, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so just go on the PlayStation website, and um, yeah, you should be able to find it there. Or just, you know, Google mm-hmm. PS adapter form. There's like a form. I can't remember exactly what it's called. but the Yeah, an online form. Uh, yeah. But yeah, you just go on there and do the thing, and then you get the thing. Yep. So, so there's that. Uh, also, uh, this is big news for some people. Yeah. Cyberpunk. <laughs> the game that will not be delayed again has been delayed again after going gold. Yeah, that's that's what blows my fucking mind. I've never seen a game go gold yeah. and then get delayed. And they that's... flat out said that yeah. this is the date. They were cheeky about it, though, because they went back and re- referred to that tweet and say, is there any way we can redact this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I mean, I, I'm not mad at them. I understand, but also... Just don't fucking announce a date unless you're 1,000% sure. Just stop. It's... Oh, so I think part of it's also... Because it's being published by CD Projekt Red? I don't know. Because Witcher was developed by them, but it was published by Warner Brothers. Hmm. So I wonder if it's a matter of, like, some pressure there. Like, hey, you guys told us you're going to have this ready, and you don't, and we've given you money to make this game. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, but then you would think that it would... They would just stick to the date, release a day one patch, and be done with it. Well, it depends on like how. I there's unless a, it's like broken. Well, that's the thing. So they've released a list of like why this is being delayed. Like they've released an article or at least a message or some sort or blog post, whatever, mm-hmm. um, explaining why it's delayed. So it's only three weeks, which is one thing. So that that makes me think it's shipping. Honestly, okay. um, I, I had to look more into it to see what it is. But I don't think it's necessarily an issue with the game per se, but I think it's a matter of... That actually, that makes sense too, because a lot of developers who were working on the game, mm-hmm. they didn't even know about the delay. Yeah. Like they found out when we found out. Right. So that would make sense, that it would be some kind of manufacturing or Yeah, I think thing. it's a matter of like, okay, we've got this game ready, but how are we going to get it to people? So that's why... Interesting. That's what makes me think it's there. That's the thing I didn't think about. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, but. so yeah, so it's only three weeks, so it's not the end of the world. Two days after my birthday. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I mean, granted, I probably don't want this for my birthday. I've got. Well, still. I'll have plenty of other PlayStation stuff I'm playing at that time. But <laughs> cool. Uh, all the same. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. And so just, just it's next like the same week of the Game Awards too. Oh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's like that same weekend. Kind of excited for the Game Awards. They've been getting more interesting every year. Well, because they they get, they get a bigger audience every year. Yeah. Like Game Awards is the new E3. It is huge. Yes. Yeah. That is for sure. I feel like everyone that, like, the people that fell off from E3 just slowly made their way to the Game Awards. Because the Game Awards are still fucking happening this year. (laughs) So. I'm excited for that. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should do, like, a prediction thing. Anyways. uh, Future episode. Something to think about. Uh, So, uh, probably the most important news that we're going to cover today. uh, Astro... (laughs) 
I can't even do so this important. With a straight face. I can't even fucking say it. <laughs> I can't even do it with a straight face. God. This is important to me. Astro's Playroom, uh, which is the game that is included for free on the PlayStation 5. It would have been my pick for uh, one of the games I want to pick up with the PS5 launch, but since it's included for free, um, I didn't, uh, you know, I don't count that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Astro's Playroom. Uh, there's some more information about it, and I just wanted to share it because I think it's great and adorable. Uh, so not only is this game amazing because it's Astro's Playroom, uh, it's Astrobot 3D platformer for those of you who aren't familiar. Absolute gaming perfection. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> it is. I didn't uh, say it wasn't. <laughs> but Astro's Playroom is uh, designed to be a love letter to PlayStation which is pretty cool. So they uh, there's sort of an embargo on most of Astro's Playroom, but you can kind of... Uh, people who have access to the game are able to show, like, the first world, like the hub world. Yeah. Uh, and there are so many references to so many PlayStation games, and, uh, like, not just the big hitters. Like, there's, of course, a God of War reference. There's a uh, Horizon reference. There's... Uh, until Dawn, Metal Gear Solid, Resident Evil, you know, the, the bigger things. But they also go out of their way to reference things that only I care about. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's like, immediately a Locoroco reference. Oh, God. And that makes me happy. There's a reference to Puppeteer. Uh, like, there's, there's some, like, kind of obscure things. Okay. Uh, and not only are there references with adorable little, you know, the little Astrobot robot characters uh, reenacting scenes from these games... But um, the some of the collectibles in the uh, in the game are actual like old PlayStation accessories, like even like the PlayStation Move shooter from the PS3. Okay, so the PS3, like That's the old cool. the little Move Blaster, I yeah. think is what it was called. Like you can collect that, and it's all rendered in like photorealistic. 3d and you can like look at it and rotate it and stuff some of them are interactive so like if you get the uh you can get like a ps3 system Hmm. model and you collect that and you can interact with it and sort of like lift a little flap and just stupid shit like that uh i love it i absolutely love it uh so the game is not just an interesting game that looks adorable and fun but also it's just chock full of just playstation history and playstation characters and that's really cool, and it even references Banjo-Kazooie, which has nothing to do with PlayStation, but uh, you collect puzzle pieces, you put them together, and that's how you unlock the PlayStation accessories and things like that. So that's just fucking cool. It's everything that I love in a game, and it's free. I mean, all right, man. I'm so violent just, about it. Just, oh, you hit the iPad and everything. I'm sorry. I'm Jesus. just so excited about Astro's Playroom. I'm here. <laughs> it's just so awesome that it's free. And it's it's great. Nobody played Astrobot Rescue Mission on PSVR because it was nobody on... played. I feel like plenty of people play that okay, game. Okay, yeah, but when I say nobody, I mean like a very small percentage of the people who own the PS4. And okay. this is the chance for everyone with a PlayStation 5 now has access to Astrobot. And that makes me happy. Astrobot is the new mascot. Sorry, Sackboy, you're great. Actually, Sackboy, Astrobot, they can... They, we talked They're about great this. together. Yeah, yeah. Like, we, we, they can make a thing. Yeah. They can make a big old they, thing. Them together, perfection. And PS5 is launching with both, and one of them is free. Yep. And uh, at least one of them is looking pretty great. Actually, both of them are looking great. Yeah, both of them are pretty good. Uh, I, I at least have confirmation that Astro's Playroom is, is great. So, excited for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
But yeah, so now that we've got the most important news out of the way, uh, this this one kind of makes me sad, uh, or at least confused. Uh, so Ubisoft, Ubi, Ubi, is Ubi. it Ubi or Ubi? Ubi, Ubi. Why does that sound wrong all of a sudden? Because we grew up as kids saying Ubisoft. Mm, okay. Alright, I've got this going against me. But like then we watched E3 with the millions and millions of Burger King sponsors, mm-hmm. and Yves Guillemont would come out and say, Ubisoft. And I'm like... And then pronounce everything else incorrectly. And I'm like, <laughs> hold on, did we fuck up? Have we been wrong all this time? <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be the first time. That's true. So, Alright, so Ubisoft uh-huh. has come out and announced that despite what PlayStation said, not all of their games... Are backwards compatible on PS4? Maybe. Yeah. There's it, a little. There's a. It was a, little a small list, and really only I can only think of one game that was a big hitter that was surprising. Um, the games were Assassin's Creed Syndicate, and then all three of the Assassin's Creed Chronicle games. So that would have been Assassin's Creed India, China, and Russia, and those were like the 2.5D uh, platformers that you could download. And yeah. then uh, also, where... yeah, also included on the list are some lesser known or yeah. lesser cared about things like Werewolves Within, Star Trek Bridge Crew, Space Junkies and Risk. Um but yeah, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Yeah, Syndicate I was like compatible. Wow. Um but no, this this story has some twists and turns. That's true. It gets turbulent. So, uh they announced that these games are not backwards compatible. Uh and then the internet of course got upset and everything. Um but now they have somewhat redacted what they mm. said um, after a weird back and forth uh, with like Ubisoft and PlayStation, and it's it's really confusing. There's mixed messaging, but as far as I can tell, this is take this with a grain of salt. But as far as I can tell, they are backwards compatible. However, they might not function exactly the way that they're intended to. So this is this is the thing. Um, with the PlayStation 5, when you play a backwards compatible game, uh, you may receive a weird, like, little, not an error message, but, like, a little message or a notice before you start playing the game that either says, uh, that the game may not, uh, you may not have access to all features just because you're playing on different hardware, things like that, uh, but there's another message that you might get depending on the game where it specifically mentions that you may experience things like um, like bugs or like strange activity or performance issues and things like that. And I think, this is my theory, I think Ubisoft was uh, not getting their messaging straight, but they were basically trying to say that these games, while you can still play them on PS5, are probably going to be either buggy or may not fully function. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, I mean, as we know, Ubisoft games are notoriously... <laughs> Yeah, especially Assassin's Creed. Yeah, there's some issues there, uh, but yeah, so that's that's just weird. And my working theory is that uh, because of the speed of the PlayStation Five and the way that it accesses information on the solid state drive, uh, I I feel like the way that it accesses this information at such a rapid speed breaks certain games where they're just not designed to handle things loading in as fast makes total sense uh and then i feel like that just breaks certain things yeah i could see that because i mean even on the with the ps4 pro when they were when they released boost mode for that certain ps4 games when running boost mode would tell you like you'd get an alert saying and even as you turn on boost mode itself in the settings would say some ps4 games may not 
respond correctly or work as previously with it on. So if you ever run into issues with the gameplay, the first response would be turn off boost mode and see how it plays. Because the game is trying to do all of this stuff, it just can't. Um, so that is definitely a theory. My theory on this is poor communication, honestly. Yeah. So I think with it being one Assassin's, one big Assassin's Creed game, and most notably is the first Assassin's Creed game they released after Unity, which is the aforementioned Assassin's Creed game that had a massive, massive ton of bugs. That is true. So it was but a, Unity works. Yeah, exactly. According to them. I mean, works, quote-unquote. Yeah, that's true. Um, it probably works about as good as it did. <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't think... I think I gave up and I poked it on, all on Syndicate. Um, Assassin's Creed Chronicles, though. But the biggest thing that throw me there, like, so Werewolves Within. Star VR. Trek. Yeah, exactly. All of those are VR. VR. All VR titles. Yeah. That's where I think the issue lies, and that's what makes me think it was a communication thing. Because backwards compatibility communication from PlayStation is ass. Yeah. It is bad. And, like, I I had such high hopes. I was like, okay, PS5 is probably not fully backwards compatible. And then PlayStation comes out, and they're like, it's fully compatible except for these 10 games that nobody cares about. And I'm like, mm. great. And now we're starting to hear from you know Ubisoft that maybe not. Like, maybe there are more games that you and, can't and play. At the same time, that's another thing that comes from, like makes you think about this. It is Ubisoft. Ubisoft's press is constantly constantly having issues whether a game leaks months like i'm talking like that is true an assassin's creed game is announced in july and that information leaked in january and e3 thing so it's like i don't if ubisoft's having problems i think it's an ubisoft problem not a playstation problem personally um so i think that's a big thing um but even then though you're right playstation's backwards compatibility has been iffy I mean, first it was a whole debacle of Spider-Man Remastered, which, yeah. honestly, I don't think should have been a big debacle. I think a lot of people are treating it because Spider-Man 2018 came out in 2018. It's only two years later we're getting a remastered version. People are still thinking, oh, it's just, it's going to get a next-gen upgrade, so when I pop in my PS4 disc, I'll have this brand new, fancy-smancy Spider-Man game. People aren't recognizing it is a separate game. Yeah. It is not the same game you purchased I think, on PS4. Yeah, that's mostly, I feel I, like, audience confusion. Yeah, I think that's the confusion there. Like, it's a different skew. It's like, if you if you go buy Ratchet and Clank on the PS2, and then you come back and say, well, why doesn't my save work on Ratchet and Clank 20 and si- 2016? Because while it is a remake, it is just that. A remake. It's a totally yeah. different game. Exactly, yeah. So... At the same time, though, I'm bummed that Spider-Man Remastered, like, I don't get any perks for having a PS4 save, you know? Like, you may not have to carry over my progress, per se, But you'll right? get a new Platinum. That's true, I get a new Platinum list. That's that's as much of a perk as I need. Yeah, but at the same time, it'd be nice to have, like, all of my skills, my perks, the suits I unlocked. Like, give me something just to say, like, hey, thanks, we recognize you played the game. But yeah. you're telling me it doesn't talk at all when it's only been two years makes no sense At to least me. as far as we know. Who knows? Well, that's the thing. So, I mean, I, I think that is I think that is a definitive thing because Spider-Man PS4, backwards compatible on your PS5. Yeah. Your save will transfer over there. So, I don't think Spider-Man 5, Spider-Man 5, Spider-Man Remastered, I don't think it'll talk to anything. If it talks to anything at all, it'll be Miles Morales. Yeah, that's true. And that's it. Um, yeah, like the, the whole thing has just been uh, not communicated the best and confusing. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, uh, when I get my PlayStation 5 on fucking launch day, <laughs> definitely, 1,000%, uh, but if not, you know, on another day, 
I but when when I get my PlayStation Five, one of the first things I'm gonna do is I'm gonna try playing PS4 games. No, oh, yeah, I have I have such a massive backlog of games. And not even that. Like I imagine everyone's gonna do that because of the PlayStation Plus collection. Yeah, if that's I mean, like and because like, of that, yeah. I'm going to start Batman Arkham Knight. Like I will start that fucking game because that game was gorgeous to begin with. So you're telling me I'm gonna have it on a PS5 and hopefully some capability, especially when a lot of those games on that list are now getting like patches. For when they launch on PlayStation yeah, they're 5. Updating. That's, so, that like, excites me. I'm totally excited to see fucking Batman in this huge, massive, gross, wet, pretty-licking <laughs> Gotham City. This pretty, but also gross, like, but also grotesque. wet. But like, <laughs> There's so much going on. There's so many. There's, there's rain. Yeah, there's it's lighting. Like, it's like the Bloodborne of Batman yes, games. Yes. There's so much going on that is just aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. That if you're telling me it can be a higher quality, I want to fucking see it. So it's my biggest reason, like, why I'm excited for Spider-Man Remastered. Like, there's so much update in that game, quality of life stuff. Like the reflections the in the reflection- windows. Shit, dude! If that puddle everyone freaked out about four years ago, <laughs> it makes a return. Yeah, if it makes a fucking return, you better believe I want to know what it looks like. <laughs> that puddle, <laughs> that ray trace puddle. Yes. <laughs> it better be bigger. It better have better lighting. And I better see my fucking face in it. Yeah, and when you step in it, it better, like, splash and ripple, you know? It better interact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I hate it when you when there's water, but then nothing happens. Yeah. My biggest concern, <laughs> though, with PlayStation 5's backwards compatibility is the saves. So yeah, See, I'm not as worried about that. See, I'm worried about it simply because, like, for instance, Yakuza Like a Dragon. That's mm-hmm. been the biggest culprit here. PlayStation has said that it's up to developers when it comes to save files transferring over. Yeah. Okay, I get it. Well, no, I don't, because that's not a problem on an Xbox. If someone were to buy Yakuza, like, Yakuza 7, Like a Dragon, on a PS4, and then buy it on the Xbox One, their Xbox Series S or X will pick up that save file. But if you buy the PS4 version of Yakuza, you get not only you get a free PS5 upgrade. Like, So they'll fucking give you the free PS5 version of the game, Yeah. but then your save file will carry over. Which makes me wonder, like, okay, so why would I want to buy the PS4 version? Like, why don't I just wait? Sure, it's not coming out right away at launch. That sucks. But at that point, like, I'd rather them tell me, no, there's not going to be a PS5 version. I'd honestly would take that because, like, at least I'm not motivated. Still just play the I'll game just buy the fucking PS4 it. version. I get it. Yeah, I mean, I I understand where you're coming from. Uh, but, like, I, I mean, yes, it sucks. However, I think that the reason behind it, not to say that it's a good one, but I think that the reason is... I feel like the infrastructure or the way that that the PS5 accesses data and accesses uh, information mm-hmm. versus the PS4 it, it it has to be so inherently different that it just genuinely breaks certain things and maybe the way that these games are designed and the way that they are optimized for certain systems uh, is different because the Xbox it it, its infrastructure might be pretty much the same as Xbox One, just like with better parts. Well, but the PS5, I feel like it, it's doing some wonky stuff with the solid-state drive much, and how it accesses things. I don't know how much I buy that, though, because the solid-state drive, so while it's unique to PlayStation, the idea of a solid-state drive is not new. Yeah, but it's not just using the solid-state drive. It's... How it's accessing it's, it. You're yeah, right. The I whole get Mark Cerny talk. Yeah, the whole the whole like way it's accessing an hour that data. of explaining how this works. But it, even then, what I don't understand is, it, and the reason I don't buy that is because of smart delivery. 
the idea that PlayStation says is up to developers, okay, sure. But then Microsoft can say, no, fuck you, you're going to do it. At that point, that conversation is null and void. Because if Microsoft can enforce it on, a, on the same game that's coming out to PlayStation, that one, that developer, clearly they figured out some way of making it work. I'm sure there's a way. Two, if PlayStation wanted it, they could enforce it just as much as the other guy. Well, again, I, I just feel like I feel like PlayStation letting it be up to the developers is, like... It's a freedom of choice thing. I, I, I get that. I mean, but also, like... I, I just think that the way that the PS5 is designed internally is just different from the Xbox One yeah. series. Oh, the, at the Xbox Series X. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I, I just think certain things may or may not work the way that they're intended... Uh, and, and not to say that that's a cop-out, not to say that that's, that's any justification, but uh, I imagine that that's got to be at least part of it. Uh, but also, like, I don't... I personally don't mind. I feel like most people who are using backwards compatibility are not going to use it as much as people are saying that they will. True. I mean, I know that, that I will. I mean, maybe not. But also, like, a lot of the games in my backlog, I'm just going to start new on the PS5. That'll yeah. be my first time playing a lot of the games. Well, so and, and well, another thing for me is this: is like so. Sure, I mean, granted, this probably won't be as big of a problem because it's a first-party game. Mm-hmm. Last of Us Part Two, like I refuse to buy that right now. Refuse. I will not buy that game right now because I am under the impression there will be a PS5 version released that I won't get a free upgrade on. I'm confident in that. Ghost of Tsushima was the same way, but I figured I changed. I had an idea that PlayStation was going to release in November. Ghost of Tsushima launched in June. I'm like, okay. I can and I justify- think you were more excited about Ghost of Tsushima. Well, that was, I don't say I was more excited is that I, it was new. I hadn't finished Last of Us Part 1 yet going into Last of Us Part yeah. 2. Um, but, I mean, at the same time, I easily could have bucked up and just finished Last of Us Part 1. Is that a long game? Yeah. Um, so Part 2 is long, though. It is long. I spent more time on Last of Us Part 2 than I did Ghost of Tsushima. Mm. And I platinum Ghost of Tsushima. I did not platinum Last of Us Part 2 yet. Yet. So, but my theory is like, so with Ghost, I was like, I'm hesitant, but you know, it's fine. Ghost of Tsushima, while there's not a PS5 version, they've outwardly said the PS4 version will do this, 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 and this on PlayStation 5. Cool, fucking great. I don't have that from Last of Us. They came out relatively close to each other. So yeah. the fact that I don't have any messaging on that, concerning. That is true. So that makes me wonder, like, should should I not go buy Last of Us Part 2? Not only because there's going to be a PS5 version, probably. But also, will my save fucking carry over? Because I am not going to start a game, especially that big, a PS5 version come out midway through as I'm playing it, not get a free upgrade, and if I do get a free upgrade, I've got to start over. Yeah. So that's concerning. Like, I don't want to do anything. Like, I won't buy anything on my PlayStation 5 that I know was on a previous-gen console because I don't know how well it will talk if it talks at all. So that, I don't like that. I want clear mess. I'd rather them come out and say, I'd rather them honestly say no backwards compatibility done, because then at that point I know what I should buy and what I shouldn't. Yeah, it it does make your buying decisions a little bit more difficult. Yes, so I understand that. Uh, but I mean, thankfully we don't have too much longer to wait, and then hopefully all of our or all of our all of our questions will be answered. Yeah, no, I, I so I just I'm worried because we are now get this. Outside of today, 11 days away from launch. Fuck. Yeah. So, like, put, put it in this perspective. We are 11 days from launch. 
<laughs> and we still don't understand a lot of things that should have been explored already, or at least explained in some capacity. Yeah, that's true, but like, how many things did we not 100% know until we got our hands on the PS4? Like, I feel like this happens every new generation or every new thing. I, I don't... Even then, with the PS4, I feel like we still had information. We had seen the UI. We had, I mean, we've seen the UI this time, though. This time, but it, how long did it take them to get it over to us and how short of a time? Like, that was still within That's a month true. of And March. I still think, like, people who have the system now, I still think that they're just not allowed to show the UI. Yeah, a lot of that stuff's embargoed. Yeah, which is... So... Yeah, that is weird. 11 days out. Uh-huh. Like, we are 11 days out and we have so much shit still embargoed. Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't... Why? <laughs> Like, it's two weeks, just lift it and put it... Like, people have to review things. So what are they going to... I can only imagine what kind of stress the press is going through right now, trying to get these things understood and answered. Well, this is why I've seen so many videos of Astro's Playroom. Right, like, it's... Because <laughs> it's the level. only fucking thing they can show. <laughs> but it looks so good. So, <laughs> you have that, but, like, the PS4, we knew it wasn't going to be backwards... It wasn't backwards compatible. Okay. Yeah. We knew PlayStation Plus was going to cost. Okay. Like, the fact that they could tell us, hey, month out... PlayStation Plus on PS4, mandatory to play online. Cool. Like, we took that shit in stride, and we were fine with it because it was clear well, and concise messaging. We, yeah. But, yeah, it made it it made it made so that there was no debate. Yeah. There was no, so by the no time, way to confuse yeah, the Yeah, so where, you, where time came to pick out a console to launch or, like, to pre-order, and you went to your retailer and you asked a question to your retailer as a GameStop associate, you could clearly say, this does this, this does this, this doesn't do that, this doesn't do that. I can't fucking say that. Yeah, but now we're just like, well, yeah. we'll see. I can tell you what an Xbox does. The PlayStation, maybe? <laughs> I, I don't know. It'll yeah. have great first-party games, <laughs> and it'll be fast, and they'll look pretty. I don't know if this other thing will work, but sure. Yeah, I mean, that, that does suck. It yeah. sucks a lot. and they're... Like, if there was more time in between now and launch, cool. That's fine. But I get it, but yeah. we're 11 days. <laughs> but, I mean, the the good news, the silver lining is we only have 11 days, and then everything should be answered. I can finally open the fucking controller. Well, Rachel said that you can open it before. That's true. I think we should do a video. Not now, but... I If we do a video, we might as well just do the video when I get the console in. Because by the time... More videos is more videos. I, I mean, that's more videos, yeah, but, like, I'll unbox Promote the, the podcast. Yeah, but sure, but how quick are we going to get the video out that we unbox the controller? In a week. You can have it all edited by then on top of this? Yeah, why not? All right. This I'm going to have edited probably. See, I've got the timestamps. This will be fine. Okay. Well, now i got to make more timestamps because I'm going to cut No, no, why? Why you leave it? It's fine. You're going to leave the it? Pe- the people know this is edited. The people know. It's a podcast. They know that shit goes wrong. Literally. Or it just it, smells bad. One of the two. There was cat shit. <laughs> it was bad, guys. We had to take a break because it was... It was like 10 minutes of us gagging at this cat shit. This cat, it didn't just shit. It like ripped a portal into some demonic dimension. To give the, the, the listeners context, we were recording in my basement. And because that I don't want that smell permeating through like the main living area of my house, the basement made the most sense to put the litter box and everything. My cats, you know, they, they come and go as they please. They're cats. They do what they want to do. One of the midway during recording decided to drop a massive <laughs> right deuce. In the middle of recording. Right in the middle. Just like, <laughs> boom, done. Poo. And it was bad. And they have a problem burying things. Like, they look, like one of them will bury everything for all three. And I, I just, 
unfortunately, he wasn't the one that came down. So that was episode one of Dual Senses, <laughs> uh, your go-to PlayStation podcast where we give our two cents on all things PlayStation. Uh, for more PlayStation news, PlayStation hot takes and cold takes, and potentially cat shit, uh, tune in next time. We're going to make this weekly. Uh, at least that's the plan. Yeah. A new episode every Wednesday is the goal. Wednesday, that's right. Yeah. Right. Okay, Wednesday. Yeah, so a new episode every Wednesday, so... By all means, stick with it, guys. It'll be a, a fun journey. It'll be quite an adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> uh, hopefully we'll figure out how to close this better. Nah, fuck that. Uh, Make it awkward. But yeah. I, don't, I don't want them uncomfortable while they're driving. Yeah, just squirming in their seat, and then mm-hmm. they, they crash. My, uh, no, I don't want them to crash. I just want them to be uncomfortable. Like a really tight seatbelt. Okay, all right. Okay, no crashing. Yeah, we don't no need... crashing on What is with you and the harm and the crime? Good Lord. I'm just a dangerous man well, living okay. on the edge. Well, if we don't... If Steven's not in jail next week, guys, we'll see you next time. <laughs> that's a big... That's a big caveat. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week on Dual Senses. Love, love, love. This episode of Dual Senses was recorded on November 1st, 2020, and was produced and edited by Stephen Morrow. Dual Senses is a product of More Than Friends, a platform for independent creators. If you'd like to support Dual Senses, myself, Alex Wolf, or any other show on the More Than Friends platform, please visit mtfproductions.com and click donate. I, I wasn't ready. <laughs> you asked me if I was ready. I know, but I didn't ask myself if I was ready, and that's what's important. Jesus. The games that... Oh, no. Can you can you bury that? It smells yeah. so bad. Well, we'll edit that out. I'm sorry. I'll keep oh that cat boo in there. Well, just took a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh god, I smell so. it worse now. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. It smells like. It's really bad. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's why I'm me being pregnant. I'm over here like. <laughs>